Welcome to the Holistic Yogi Podcast. I am your host, Kamara Ingrid, and today I have the honor to introduce a good friend of mine and someone I work with. His name is David Abrahamian, and he is a chiropractor and big on wellness. So we're going to be jumping into his lifestyle and how he's incorporated some of his holistic healing into his practice. Hello, everybody. This is David. Go ahead. How are you? Hi, I'm great. My name is Dr. David Abrahamian. Um, I'm a chiropractic physician over in South Florida. And, uh, and I appreciate you having me on your show today, Ingrid. Yes, thank you. Thank you. As I was telling everybody, you're also someone I work with. And at the same time, you're into big time into wellness. And I basically are uh, am very interested in seeing this kind of journey you jumped into recently. So let us begin. Let us know how you first started into the whole chiropractic world and what brought you into it and where you are today. Well, I always knew I was going to be into something like health, wellness oriented. I was very much into you know, sports and athletics and fitness growing up. And as I navigated the different you know, health and medical fields when I was going to my undergraduates and, and later in high school, um, I just realized that the more holistic, the hands-on, the natural, the physical medicine was more up my alley than the typical allopathic route. Okay, okay. And well, you've had that since you were a child. I mean, that's something that you always wanted to do. Because sometimes we, it takes us or a lifetime to kind of figure out what we want. Some of us... No, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. Um, I knew it was something with like maybe sports, maybe health, fitness, just keeping, you know, helping people with their body, with their mind. Um, and like I said, I got into kind of a, a general program in college, exercise science, which is like a stepping stone with to anything. You know, I was thinking of neurology, of orthopedic surgery, of things. And, you know, once I started exploring um, the clinical routes, I realized eh, it didn't really resonate with me. You know, you know, things that were going on or the way the approach. And then once I got into more of like the physical, the hands-on and started talking to some other doctors about like, you know, how you can make it your own, like as a chiropractor and you can incorporate the fitness, the wellness, the nutrition, you know, not just adjusting and things like that. So, you know, that's what I did. Kind of made like my own hybrid and yeah. made it me. Yeah, I that I enjoyed it. I remember when I came uh, to, when I first uh, met you, that was the one thing I actually noticed that you were very different from most chiropractors. So I mean, you, even your whole wellness center that you've kind of slowly adapted other methods of healing, which you can let us know a little bit of that. Yeah. You know, so, so far, um, you know, I obviously have chiropractic work. I do a lot of physical therapy work. We have fitness work, infrared sauna, massage yeah. therapy, decompression work, yoga therapy, which you obviously help with. Um, now we have uh, acupuncturists coming in and, you know, uh, I also work with more of the, with certain patients, sometimes the emotional components behind the pain. And uh, so, you know, we start to unravel deeper rooted causes. Yes, so yes. we try to try to treat the whole, you know. Yes, that's, that's beautiful. I actually like that because, and can we go jump into how you are now and how you've come about with that part of um, the holistic part of it in your wellness? jumping into a deeper cause and like coming into digging into what the rooted issue is because a lot of times people don't realize I think we're becoming more aware but our issues that we are 
mirroring in our bodies definitely come from a deeper root, rooted issue. You know, it, it sometimes stems from child childhood. So how did you come around? Yeah, it just kind of organically started to come around like the way through experience with different patients. Mm -hmm. You know, when I would deal with acute injuries and things like that, they'd get better quick, you know, a week or two, three weeks and back to normal and it'd be fine. But when we had something with more chronicity to it, like, you know, we, we'd make some results, but then it just kind of something kept trickling back. We look, all right, what else is there? This, the surface, the surface treatment's only lasting so long. And uh, so that's, that's where my brain's like, all right, there's gotta be something more to this. And then notice little patterns too. Like with some of my long-term patients, if they take a break from work or go on vacation or have something totally different, all of a sudden they're like, body's telling them, hey, I feel great, do more of this. It's like, hmm, I wonder where that's coming from. There's like a less physical, emotional, mental stress, and then the body starts to recover. And, um, you know, or if someone leaves a relationship or gets in a relationship or anything, gets a new job, their excitement, all of a sudden the body changes. You know, so the light bulb went off. It's like, oh, there's more to this than just the physical, just the hands-on, just the exercise. And it's a great starting point for a lot of people. And then we'll go deeper. Um, and then in my own personal journey, you know, when I started, when I got introduced to like plant medicine and, and I started doing some of my own personal journeys, it really showed me, you know, an introspective look and allowed me to go deep within myself and say, wow, there's, there's more than meets the eye in here and out here. And so it allowed me to start healing things within myself, which I noticed changes in my physical, my mental, my emotional. And, um, and then I, when I spoke to other people involved in those same, in that same world and those same uh, therapies, there, you know, there's some breakthroughs with them, you know, suffering from chronic illness their whole life or terminal illness or mental illness or what they were deemed. Right. And after some of these type of therapies, when they went in and they really saw the roots of the problem, which was, you know, it could be emotional repression, yeah. traumas, abuses, things they just never really processed. And they just kind of swept under the rug, which is their biological rug. Well, it started yeah. to grow and it started to create in, into something more physical. Yes, 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 yes. And what brought you into that journey? Like, how did, what was the first thing you tried in the plant medicine? What was the first um, experience you had and what were you, how open were you to, to doing it? When well, it was uh, my, my girlfriend at the time, she was reading a book on shamanic healing and she, it was in regards to like ayahuasca. And so she's like, oh, I want to go do this. And, you know, she was looking at something actually in Florida and I started looking more into it and I said, mm, I don't know, maybe I want to be there for support and help, you know, if you're going to be in a very vulnerable state. And I said, if we're going to do that, why don't we go where some of the origin of the roots or authenticity lies, um, which is, you know, one of the countries in Peru. And we'll make a beautiful right. trip out of it, have some fun. So I was actually going for support. And then I'm the one who kind of had this enlightened, unbelievable experience. And so that kind of opens my, my door. So right. it was almost like through my ex-girlfriend is the door that opens for me. Like yeah. it was meant to be, you know, she, she so I, I, I'm deeply appreciative for her for opening that door. What was that experience for you the first time versus where you are today now with the, your last journey that you've done and how, how do you <clears throat> compare the two and like in process of, you know, knowledge and understanding and, and just that transition you've taken since. Yeah, it's, it can be a little difficult to compare them because each, each, journey is so uniquely different and beautiful or trying or anything in between um, but my first one 
I went in with uh, definitely more ego than I have now. Yeah. And, and, I, and I thought I was going to run the show and be like, oh, this, I'll just, you know, approve myself. And within the first 20 minutes, I was like, nope. <laughs> so what we okay. call grandmother, what we call grandmother or ayahuasca. Uh, she showed me very, very quickly, like, no, you will, you're not in control here. And I'm going to show you very quickly. So whoop my butt the first 20 minutes. And I got out of there and I was like, <gasps> like, whoa, it just like, yeah, it, 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 it spun me around upside down. And um, so I need, I went to collect myself and just kind of process that. I kind of like pulled myself out of it. And right. then I was very humbled by it. Yeah. And I said, oh, wow. I said, I'm being, I said, it's not strong to resist this. Um, I'm actually being weak because I'm not allowing myself to be vulnerable. And, you know, as, especially as a man in this society, we're taught, you know, to kind of keep that, that armor up, that shield up and not be vulnerable and not let be emotional and not let go of control. Yeah. And, um, and so, you know, I was having a conversation with some people outside during that time. And, um, and I was like, oh man, I'm like, I'm being weak with this. You know, it's just like, I, I didn't just allow it to happen. I, and that's me being scared of something, you know, letting something else kind of guide me. Were you so, scared when you first came into it? When you, on the when first I, day? I mean, a little nervous, I'm sure. I didn't know what to expect. I, I was I'm very open. So, you know, I'm open to try a lot of different things. And, um, you know, so after that, like first initial initiation of it, where she showed me who she was and not to be messed with and just to be trusted and be respected. Then I was like, all right, it's time to go back in. It was very humbling. It was like that, that, that experience was meant to happen. So I could just kind of let go what we call surrender and just trust the process. And then it just opened up into this magnificent, beautiful, out of this body, out of this world experience and just kind of showed me what my world consists of and everyone in it and, and what it's about and the path. And yeah, I mean, I could, we could spend hours explaining that whole first experience. Well, it's, it's um, interesting because a lot of people are, I, I know that when you do the, the ayahuasca, which is a, the mother of, of the, um, she, it, it teaches you mostly, it, I, I think it works more for people like that are very stubborn. I mean, myself being one of them you know, very stubborn, but very open to, to wanting to know the process. And I found myself really whipped out the first day that I did it, that I encountered, I was like, oh my God, this is so much. But for me it was surrendering and being vulnerable. And I, from my life experiences, I had basically created a very hard shell for myself. Vulnerability was not even part of my vocabulary. And, I, and so that was a very tough journey for me, but the fact that I allowed myself to come back two days after to do it again, even though I was scared, <laughs> I did it. And this time I allowed that a little bit of that, let loose a little, and it was a different journey. So, you know, I know that there's a lot of people out there that are very scared or don't want to try that because they've tried those um, mushroom, for example, cell uh, asylum, and it's a different journey. That's more of a, heart opening chakra, whereas the ayahuasca is more mind. That's from what I've learned. So, and most people have encountered more the heart opening chakra. So what is your different perspective on your, from your point of view? With so with different journey? things, so with different things that I've done, um, <laughs> I, I personally, since I've been <clears throat> doing like spirit work, which is, you know, ayahuasca and psilocybin actually is more spirit. Yeah. Um, you can go, it's gentler, you can go, more inner um ayahuasca can go i mean it just depends on what your intentions are and what you're going for 
Um, but what I've seen, what I've experienced, what I've seen other people experience, I would probably recommend starting with something gentler, something more of a heart opener. Um, you know, even cacao. Cacao is, is oh, you yeah. can use that every day. Simple. It's, it's a very euphoric. It allows the emotions to come through a little bit better if you're kind of stuck with, uh, I don't know how to express myself. I'm uncomfortable with that. That's delicious. Who doesn't like dark chocolate? So, I know. Cacao you know, ceremonies. Yeah. So you can do like little ceremonial cacao and, um, and you know, set the, set the intention, set the environment, make sure you're with the right people, um, like a little preparation for it. And you can have such a beautiful, 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 gentle, simple experience. Obviously, cacao is not hallucinogenic. Um, it's not going to take you deep. But if you have um, good skills with like deep meditation, visuals, visualization, you can really just with a little cup Journey. of cacao, you can, you can kind of go in yourself if you already have those, you know, deeper breath, breath work, meditation work, visualization work. So I would really, in my opinion, I would start with more the heart, the gentler ceremonies. And there's so many different flowers and roots, white lily, sassafras things. There's like 20 different type of um, heart opening uh, plants. Um, and like I said, even including cacao, and then maybe even graduate up, even San Pedro, which right. is a, you know, a variation of like a peyote. That's actually, they call the grandfather. The grandfather. Yeah, very gentle. And do that one through the day, the morning, more in nature. And you just connect and you can see um, and just observe and, and almost most for the most part very beautiful very gentle very introspective and, and pretty uh, safe too very safe yeah nice. everything's everything is pretty much safe there, there's always going to be asterisks like if you have certain um, physical mental conditions you really don't want to be taking any type of pharmaceutical medications right. um, want to clean up the diet a little bit there's certain specific recommendations for each each plant or each journey you want to do and we would say the diet is, has to do with, because of it, it allows you to open up. It's detoxification, right? It's like detoxing the mind and the body. That's what well, yeah, because, yeah, sorry, I mean, uh, jump in there. Um, it's, it helps you create clear, you know, clear pathogens. You know, you want to clear the physical, you want to clear the mind, you want to clear the heart, you want to clear, you know, and then that allows you to access spirit. So you can have blockages anywhere. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I had emotional traumas from a child. It's a blockage in my life. You can also have physical ailments that if you neglect your body and take care, that's going to be a physical blockage. I mean, right. think about think about after Thanksgiving dinner, if you just step your face, is your mind working very well or is anything? You're like, oh, I just want to sit on the couch and you get the you know, itis. <laughs> you got these exactly you got the itis. So, so your food, you know, what you put in transforms your body, right. you know? And so if there's blockages there, there's just, more resistance on the path to self. Right. So to me, that's the easiest place to start is start to transform the physical body, you know, from the physical activities you do, what you put in your body, um, you know, simple things like that that you can change starting with today. And how would, what would you say to people, to those that are listening right now? Um, what does it feel like once you come out of the journey and how long do you, it takes you to process for you? And I know each one is different, but just to give them an idea. So again, like you said, each one is so uniquely different. Um, I've always felt peace, like euphoria, love, um, just a, a, a connection. Sometimes, depending on which ones I've done, I've, I've felt a connection to what some will call like higher self for, for a prolonged period of time, where you just have just this insight every everything you look at. It's like, there's no question marks in your life. It's just like, you look at something like, oh, and you just understand it. Yeah. Uh, including yourself and people. And you're just like, oh, wow, I didn't, 
you know, before I, I didn't see it that way. Now it's just like, there's just no question marks. Everything just makes like, sense or everything, everything just is. Yeah. Um, there's times I'm very tired, like, and my physical body is very ener energetically spent because the way I, I process a lot. Um, and I usually don't get a very good night's sleep. I'm usually up very late and a couple hours of sleep up the next day. But overall, my mindset and my well-being is just such a peaceful, euphoric, beautiful, loving, not a care in the world kind of state. And it's just, it's almost like just you accept the world and everything in it and everyone in it for exactly what it is. It's like you don't have a, a you know, an issue about anything. Yeah, that's beautiful. And how are you now including that with your clients at this point? Uh, going back again to where the beginning we you brought it yeah. up. How are you using this method? And what comes up for you when you come into across clients that are really stuck and they can't seem to process? So now, because obviously the more that I peel in myself, the more that I grow and evolve, the more I can naturally and organically help those around me because I can see deeper. I can be, I can relate now to more, uh, more things will be familiar to me because I'm like, oh, I pulled that up a year ago or I went through that or I understand that or I saw that with someone I worked with in my journey space. And um, so... Now we're going deeper with the patients that are ready to receive that are the individuals in my life that are ready. You can tell some just want to stay in the surface and it's never like forcing someone to go deeper. Everyone has a time frame when they're ready right. and you just let that unfold. I just let that unfold. Um, so, so I'll ask questions, you know, it's just like, Hey, you know, you've been dealing with this on and off for some years now, the same discomfort, you know, can you remember, was there an origin? Was there an issue? Was there a yeah. timeline in your, you know, in your life, was there, was there an event that might have happened that you noticed that this coincided with or, or whatnot? Or does this remind you of anything? And you like think of the pain. Does it, does it bring back an emotion? Does it bring back a person, an event, something that happened? You know, just, just asking simple questions. And then you can tell from there if they're ready to receive or go a little deeper. And like, oh, yeah, I remember this or, you know, my, my ex-husband or my mother or my father. And it's like, okay, let's explore that a little bit more. You, would you like to talk about it a little bit more? And... Most of the time, they're just starting like, actually, yeah, I do. I do want to talk about that. And yeah. then they start, we start to connect the dots and That's see. It's just like, oh, wow, this is anger. Like, I still have anger. I'm like, there's anger, emotions, everything's energy in our body. Right. And, you know, emotion is energy, all different levels of energy. So I'm like, if we don't release that, if I don't release that, if you don't release that um, or change that, it has to go somewhere. So it just picks a spot, you find some real estate and... And then it goes and, there. Absolutely. And, uh, and how yeah. are they, when they come back, how do you see, do you see a change in them? Do, are they more, what happens to them as they return? Are you talking about like patients as we talk about or unfold yeah. some of these things? Yes. Oh, it's beautiful. It's, like, it's such a great transformation. Um, some is just, just very, very slight, very little in progress. And, but that and, means a lot. It just those yeah. slight changes. It's, all, it's just that awareness that brings that person into yeah, the next level. Awareness and acknowledgement, you know, acknowledgement, if you can't acknowledge something is there, then how can we do something with it if you don't believe it exists? Yeah. So acknowledgement is always going to be the first part. And then when you acknowledge something in the body, you know, let's say there's a common term like, oh, my demons or my darkness, you know, all, all, all they want is to be acknowledged. Like, so say if I go in and I'm, and I'm like, hey, I want to go introduce myself to my demons. As soon as I acknowledge they're there, it's like I want to shake their hand and say, hey, how you doing? Poof, they go up to the light because like now you acknowledge they exist. Yeah. That that's that's all those those quote unquote whatever you ever want to call it I call them teachers, um, 
just one acknowledgement because now you can acknowledge that there's something there it exists and now you have all these options of what you'd like to do with it going forward yeah so definitely start with acknowledgement um so when patients acknowledge it sometimes it's very enlightening for them like wow i never realized that this chronic neck and back pain or you know could be i, I put all this pressure on myself or and where'd that pressure come from and it's just like and it's just beautiful transformation yeah. it allows them to liberate and also heal relationships sometimes too, reconnect with family, loved ones and things like that, where they finally, and you realize that there was a disconnect. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And another thing that you, we, you and I have encountered when we talk like this sometimes in, um, at the offices about really being clear of what you say and how you, I guess, explain or talk to other people and be present and positive with words. Yeah, talk a little bit about that. To me, that is one of the most important things that can be so so transformative right off the bat, starting right now, is if anyone's read the four agreements, be impeccable with your word. Yes. Um, you know, because what I've seen in my life, words, thoughts, beliefs, they create your perception, which creates your reality. So the self-talk is is very, very to me, it's it's a very important important thing to, to, to focus on because let's say for instance like oh man I'm, I'm really bad at this or oh I'm no good at that or I was told like oh I'm no good or that, that's what you believe and that's what you become and then so if there's a certain task or event or something you want to do and you've been constantly telling yourself I'm bad at that you're you're just going to naturally avoid it because you're like well am I going to do something I'm bad at or I've been told I'm bad right. or you know I'm not capable or you know, I'm ugly or I'm fat or I'm this, you know, watch the story you tell yourself because you're right. the creator and author of your own story here, which is your life. And so I like to write for me. I like to write a love story, a fun story, an adventure story, an excitement story, yes. Yes. Uh, a joyful story, because that's what starts to create in my life. The more I focus those inner thoughts, my words, um, it's like, whoa, I was just thinking this and here it is. Or it's just like, wow, I wasn't able to do this before. And then I told myself, yes, you can. Yes, I am this. I am good. Or I'm just in the process of becoming better with a little practice. Right. You know, instead of saying, oh, I can't do this. Or I suck. Or I'm bad at that. I said, you know what? This is something that I can do. I'm capable of. And I'm in, I'm in the progress of getting a little bit better every day as I practice. Yes. And boom, my story just becomes so doable as opposed to can't. Yes. And people don't realize that we can manifest anything just based on what we're saying, our actions and our thoughts. Our thoughts are key to being pure in order for us to create what we want to see manifest before us, you know, which is, you know, um, allow a very smooth transition because life is an ebb and flow. We're going to constantly be changing, but we want to change to better improve ourselves. So I think it's important for, like you said, your thoughts are what you say, what you think and what you say and what you do in action should be all in alignment. Yeah, words words create. There's there's a couple um, before we switch topics. I just want to give you a personal example for me is I I really spend more time trying to remove absolutes. So like I need or I must or I have to things like that. So if I use the word I need something, that creates necessity in my life. And if I don't automatically have it. My brain was just told, well, I need to have it. So it almost creates like an incompleteness, um, so like a void. Because like without it, it's like, uh-oh, I'm supposed to have this. I just told right. myself. So, um, and that can create an anxiety, a depression, 
something over time, the longer you're without whatever that entity or object or person is. Um, so I, I would say something instead of need, I would say, oh, I would like to have that, or I would like to do this. I don't need it. If I don't have it, I'll be just fine. So right. it gives me the opportunity to still acquire, uh, but it, it tells myself that without it, life goes on and I'm whole and I'll be, I'll be just fine. Yeah, that's nice. That's beautiful. And yeah. is there any other like um, things that you want to, any other kind of um, holistic journey that you are jumping into? Because I know right now you're, you're pretty good in your wellness area. You eat very well. You have a very clear mind of where you want to go. Where do you see yourself five years from now? Five years? Um, well, I know where I'm going to eventually be. Um, the timeline, I'm just trusting. You know, so whenever it flows, I would love it to be, you know, in a couple months. Um, I just don't want to, I don't want to rush it though. You know, so I'm going to allow it. And and that's where my trust and my faith and just going with the flow comes in is like when I'm, when I know, I know when I'm ready, I'm ready. And um, so I see more of a a holistic, all-inclusive wellness healing center, um, you know, incorporating all these different Eastern medicines, um, medicines from South America, rituals, techniques healing modalities where we have different levels and graduations and things where we can kind of all put them together where where everyone has something. So if you come there and it's like, oh, here, this is what we feel will will be your great starting point here. And it doesn't have necessarily have to be a plant medicine. It could be something like sound healing or acupuncture, um, you know, meditation, visualization, Tai Chi, anything. Just just an all-inclusive wellness with, I would love to bring all the professionals from you know all over the world, every country, every continent, yeah. under one roof, and then there's something for everyone. And then it's almost like a graduation. Nice. And what would you tell right now our listeners regarding healing trauma? Say again. What would you tell our listeners about healing trauma? What would be one of your um, advice or how to handle it if they are stuck and don't know what to do? Feeling is healing. Simple. I like that. I- Feel into it, you know, because when we're in the mind, the mind is the storyteller and you can create anything, assume things. Um, and from a, someone I work with, I love what, what, he, what he taught me is the mind is the youngest part of our body. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we listen to it all the time. So the body has wisdom that's been passed on since the beginning of time through our DNA. DNA, since the beginning of existence, we have body language, body wisdom. So it's wise beyond our time. And we don't even realize it. Like when you get that intu- intuition, we get that gut feeling, we get the goosebumps, yeah. we get the chills, yeah. we get that tightness or butterflies, or we get that knot in our stomach. It's body language that's guiding us. So when we learn to feel and not think, mm-hmm. the body is it can guide you much more effortlessly than the mind will, because the mind can create like, I should go this way. But no, no, think about that. And what about this? Oh, and you didn't think about that one. And it's like, oh, you just created like 18 paths for me. Which which one do I do? And Right. Um, and depending on your, you know, your state of mind, your energy, you know, your mind will be like, well, then go this one. Yeah. Um, so it's, it can create a lot of confusion, a lot of storytelling. Um, if you don't have that voice, that inner voice understood yet. Okay. So I, I invite people to listen to your body. When you think about, um, a trauma and things, you know, obviously start and then feel into it, feel it and understand what feeling comes to mind. Is it resentment? Is it anger? Is it something with self-worth 
right. you know, anything. All of them are very welcome. None of them sort of, you know, is judge anything. Right. Don't, you know, try not to feel guilty or shameful, but if those are the feelings you feel, feel them anyway, because that's going to give you the story that, 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 and the experience of where that was created. Because once you, your body feels it, it can bring back a memory. The body never forgets a thing, never forgets a thing. Sure. Um, so yeah, being in touch more with learning how to feel and let feelings guide you. And then, then you can pick and choose. Like if you have a feeling that doesn't resonate with you and say, well, I didn't realize there's so much anger or judgment left in my body. Um, where'd that come from? And then as you feel into it, like it'll, it'll take you back. It'll right. take you there. And then you have the opportunity to then transmute, transform, change, release, and then create and fill that space with something else. Otherwise, it'll just kind of come back. Right. So like right. if I take anger or judgment or anything like that out, I want to put something fun in, something loving, something joyful, acceptance, gratitude. Uh, and then the body's like, oh, wow, this is so much lighter. This is so much more fun. This is, this is what I heal and I resonate with. And the more you can fill yourself with higher, you know, what we call like higher vibrational frequency, mm -hmm. emotions and energies, and watch, watch the magic happen in the body. Watch the healing. Watch the disease start to fold away. Watch the pain start to decrease. That's right. Watch the body just heal itself. Isn't that crazy how the body takes on those? And sometimes like you look at family history over the lineage and they all either have the same similar type of, I guess, either if it's some type of cancer, say breast cancer, it'll be a repeated thing over the family history. Now it has a lot to do with nurturing. And it's like a pattern that they keep repeating. So it's learning to break that pattern and finding that source from your roots in order for you not to pass it on to the next, um, yeah. you know, lineage, meaning your, your children and, and so forth. That's one of the things I came across my life and breaking those patterns and what has been passed on from one generation to another. And it wasn't, it was a big journey for me to do that, you know, and, I see now the difference with my child and where she's at versus where I was and everybody before me. You know, a lot of those things have come into play and I see it, you know, mirroring. So it's important when you talk about how these modalities of understanding, them, you know, what's in our heads and how we put it into action creates a story for ourselves. And it's important to change that story when you want something better for yourself. So I love what you brought up any positive highlights that you want to say to our listeners today and well, i just wanted to tell you i totally agree that the generational energy the generational trauma the generational stories are what are encoded in our dna and a lot of people think oh it's just genetic and then so i'm stuck with it mm -mm. well you're stuck with it if that's the story you think that you tell yourself because as you change those emotions as you change those stories that changes the information that's in your dna think of DNA is just like computer, just encoded information. It's just like different bits on a computer or different RAM or hard drive. And yeah. you can start to re, you know, change that and, create the, and change the programming. So, and that starts with your belief systems, your thoughts, your words, your actions. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you, know, so you could be, I can be the ones that stops all that generational patterns right in this tracks and you can create a whole new generation for that that family um and for everyone that's still around in and, and even past because energy is still around it just transforms so absolutely absolutely yeah you believe and in so, reincarnation 
if yeah, I believe, yeah. I mean, if that's again someone's story and someone's reality, that'll be your reality. If that's if that's what you want to believe, I believe it happens. For me, you get different roles or different people. You can come back as different people if you choose to. So whatever you choose to believe is your reality. But to yeah. me, there's no right or there's no right or wrong. Right that's or wrong. subjective to the user, to the individual. Right. So, so yeah, I, I, and I think it believes because it, it exists. I've seen it. I've seen it talked. I've heard people talk about it. So I believe it exists. Yeah. Right. And how long um, do you think? Um, what are the things that I actually wanted to say? We kind of go back a little bit on the plant medicine regarding the transitioning when you come out of it on that day. How long does it take you to process something? And do you think it's addictive? Um, just because there's a lot of people that don't really know much about it. I want to. I, kind of want to hear it from your end. Do you think it's addictive? And do you think also, how long does it take him to process? And I already know my journey, but you know. Yeah, I uh, again, um, the, the processing, you know, starts to unfold sometimes a little bit, sometimes a lot, sometimes not at all. Again, it's so unique to the individual and what you're open and what your intentions are. Um, I will say the most important thing about doing any type of journey work whether it's group or self is integration. So the next day, integration is just as if not more important than the actual journey itself. Um, because your brain is in a state of neuroplasticity, which means you're literally changing you. yes. the pathways, the circuits, the neurons, and you're recreating a new default setting for yourself. Yes. And so the more, so, so if all of a sudden you, you go through and you see all these things that night or during that day, and you're like, oh, this makes so much sense. And you don't do anything else about it. That'll last maybe a couple of weeks. And all of a sudden you're like, hmm, I feel like I'm back to what I was before. So integration, speaking about it, practicing it, going back and visualizing. And, and then that kind of solidifies, you know, the, that neuroplasticity to become your new default. So it's not just a temporary effect. And then, so it's like anything, go to the gym, you practice makes perfect. You're not going to go to the gym and look like Arnold after your first workout. <laughs> it's, uh, it's practice makes perfect. And then when you stop the work or stop the integration, yes. you resort back. Also you know, intention, going in yeah. with an intention of what you want to see yourself work yeah. with. And because a lot of people I've noticed in my experience from my time of going and journeying in groups, a lot of them that do this a lot and they don't seem to progress forward is that they're not setting intentions. They're just going in. They're just yeah. diving without, uh, I guess, uh, and, a method or anything they're just not even yeah. setting any intentions and then when they come out of it it's more for the experience but they're not even integrating after that i've noticed a lot yeah and, and that like i said that's that's why it's important to work with somebody um like a professional who does this and to you know entrust your gut when you meet those people because I would say, you know, now that this is becoming more familiar mainstream, there's mm -hmm. clinical research all over the place. You look through John Hopkins, all, you know, there's documentaries all over our, our you know, the Gaia Network, Netflix, everything. We can find a lot more information. Absolutely. And a lot more people are seeking this stuff. So there's going to be also another side that kind of exploits it a little bit, commercializes it. So I would say trust your judgment because there are unfortunately going to be some entities, some organizations, some individuals that will kind of Exploit. Oh yeah, come in and just, it's kind of more for a financial gain. And you can tell when there's an authenticity to the individual um, or group that you might be working with. Um, I want to get back to another question as you asked about like, is it addicting? From what I've seen, it, no. 
Um, I don't see an addiction. Now, there obviously are always going to be unique circumstances. If you come from a, a very addictive personality and you come and you're coming just to escape, like you can use anything to escape reality, right. um, whether it's alcohol, whether it's drugs, whether it's food, whether it's people, um, you know, you can use it as a vice. So that's where the intention comes in. If you use it just to escape, just to be like, oh, I just want to get out of, literally get out of this world for a little bit, um, then that's what it'll become to you. So I, I, I really, really invite people to treat it with respect. Um, it's a sacred, a lot of these plants are very sacred. They've been used since before we can even Ancestors. track for thousands of years. So yes, they've been very, very sacred. Um, don't abuse it. If you do, it'll abuse your back. You know, like I said, what you go in with is what you'll receive. So go in with pure intentions, go in with understanding, acceptance. I want to know more about myself, whatever it is you're looking, you know, you might be looking or looking to experience, expand, explore. Um, I would really highly recommend going in with a pure intention. Yes. Uh, I have seen some people, um, someone, an acquaintance who I knew who was, that's what they were using it for. Mm. Um, they were using it for an escape and they wound up in not so good place. Um, so that was part of that person's learning process though. So that was part of his journey to get to that point to realize, wow, I was, I was abusing this. I was mistreating yeah. this. And in turn, you know, it, it, that's what I got. That's what I got was I was abusing myself pretty much. Right. right. So, um, so luckily they learn and, you know, they came through that. Um, it's very safe. Very, yeah. very safe. And I highly, 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 highly recommend work with professional, a facilitator, shaman, energy yeah. worker, someone who has done very experienced and knows how to guide and assist whole face. Um, I was know. very fortunate in that aspect. Thank yeah. God. But, you know, my experience with other people that have gone in and they're, and what I see is they weren't as, as fortunate, but I understood it and it helped me a lot through my process and I've enjoyed the journey you know because I, I realized it, I got every single time I went in I came out with something new incorporated yeah. into my practice and before I know it it's made me a whole different person you know in such a short I want to say I would only do two a year and I did it for six times in the ayahuasca and I don't I don't feel like I need that one anymore I do now the heart plant medicine, yeah. the, the mosquito asylum, and it's occasionally when I feel there's that energetic pull that pulls me, I'm, I'm due for one. There's information coming in, and it, usually that's what happens for me, and I come in and I implicate it. I'm in a new journey now, applying um, a lot of things into my project, and they usually come in this format, so it helps me in that aspect to implicate it into my, into my own everything I'm putting together at this moment. That's coming That's beautiful. into fruition down the road. So, And this was one of them. The podcast was <laughs> the weirdest thing. <laughs> and I didn't expect it coming into fruition ever. I really didn't expect it, but I said, okay, I'll do it, whatever. I'll let's just do and see what happens. And here we are, it's naturally flowing for me. So this is yeah. interesting. And as we talked about words, I'd invite you to say, it's not the weirdest thing. I would say something more like, oh, this is an amazing thing. It's amazing. And, and I can expect this to happen. I can believe it to happen because it is happening. Yes. You know, because like I said, even though it's happening now, if you, if you still put it like us, oh, it's weird. It might take away from 
That's true. What can come to you? Because there That's might be part true. of your brain that's like, oh, I don't know. If Not I'm letting it happen. Of, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and those are those simple little changes that can make the world a difference yes. for an individual. Is something is, that we use all the time. Weird. or uh, You know, it's like to, ah, oh, it's, it's, it's so exciting and, and it's joyful and it's fun. And, and I look forward to more and seeing what unfolds. And then that, boom, yes. that just opens up this big path and it, and it removes part of the brain that thinks like it's almost like a little resistant because it's like, yes, well, it's kind of weird. And then uh, so you remove that, it's like, no, it's not weird anymore. It's, it's accepted. Yes. And now it's like, boom, now it attracts. Well, as I yeah. said, it is exciting. It's an exciting yeah. um, venture I'm taking in now. So this is good. Um, anything you want to leave uh, at the moment that you, or you have anything, any words of wisdom to, to our listeners at this moment? Be you. Be you. Yeah. From, from what I've personally seen, why I'm here, my, you know, this experience is the road back to self, you know, the journey to authentic self, not the identity that's been placed on you, the name that's been given to you, the role that you've been expected to do. Be you. That's where you'll find your, one of the ways you'll find inner peace, you'll find life to just flow, is to honor yourself and feel into it more don't try not to think as much get more into here feel into it be yourself trust your gut and go with the flow yeah Beautiful. keep things simple be simple and consistent yeah, yeah. those, those two that. things will, will, will get you anywhere you desire to be that's beautiful that's beautiful well, thank you david this was awesome I thank you for taking the time because I know you're very busy. So, yeah. And thank you for taking the time to be part of this holistic uh, journey and letting us know your story and letting everybody else know, you know, that it's everything is possible. So, and yeah. healing is definitely possible. Just it's all up here. Change the story. Here. Yes. <laughs> and there. Yep. And in here, out here. Yes. It's, it's everywhere. Hey, yeah. thank you. Well, thank you so, so much. Very I'm very grateful for you, um, for you, your participation. And until next time, I'll see you later today. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. I look forward to it. Thank you, Ingrid. Sending you Thank lots you. of love and uh, the Pacific Likewise. Life. Likewise. Thank you. And let me.